what is it? Can can you define a successful person by one word only? And is is a successful top producing realtor? What is it that person has? Is it just one word, or is it a multitude of of um, strengths and sometimes weaknesses that balance off against the strengths? <laughs> See you at home, car, truck, riding your Peloton, walking your dog, whatever you're doing, greetings to you. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Manny Andrade. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. Um, hope you find it uh, interesting. Today's topic or pursuit, we're in pursuit of it. We're going to stretch this out over the, uh, the time frame that's allocated to us. But I'll start off with a little story about myself. By the age of 22, I think I had 20 jobs in my background. I had work half days and shoe stores, um, did everything except worm picking and, and flipping burgers, but worked in construction, steeplejack mechanic, uh, stonemason, etc., etc., industrial, many, many different jobs. And then one day I went into um, a realtor's office, a real estate brokerage office, recommended by a friend, and I went in, I had $20,000 to invest. And uh, I said, look, you know, I have $20,000. Do you want to help me lend it to somebody? Make, you know, maybe help me make some, um, some, some return on this. And he said, well, why don't you buy a house? And I thought, okay, well, I didn't come here for that. But if you think I can buy a house, should buy a house, I'll buy a house. So at the age of 22, I had bought my first house. And at the age of 23, I was a real estate agent. And then... Today, fast forward 36 years, I'm a real estate uh, broker of record, president, CEO of my own uh, franchise. At the time, I, I, I look back and I joke about it sometimes, and I, I often wonder, had I gone into a Ford dealership and I, I dropped $20,000 and bought a brand new shiny pickup truck, would I own a Ford um, dealership today? Would I own a car sales lot? Did I stumble onto my passion or was I passionate about real estate to begin with? And that's the question. That's a bit of a pursuit that we're going to, to follow, a bit of the path that we're going to follow with this, with this segment and, and beyond. Um, you know, we, we talk about, um, you know, passion in, in real estate or in business or in sports. Um, I had a conversation with a friend recently about Wayne Gretzky at the age of two being on the pond because Walter Gretzky put him there was, was, was Wayne born passionate for hockey? Probably not. Um, was anybody, any prodigy, were they, he or she passionate about that, that field or whatever they, they became good at in life? Or did they sort of fit in, grow into it and then become passionate for it? I think the answer in my case, I think had I bought that Ford pickup truck or, or Chevy, if you're a Chevy fan, um, I'm a Mopar guy myself, but, um, had I bought that, I think today I would be passionate about the automotive industry versus my passionate, uh, my passion for real estate rather. So it's, it's an interesting path that we're going to go on just to try and, and identify and, and what is it? And is there, is there some, some science behind all this? Um, is there something that we can manifest? There's something we can, 
will will grow into in time. And again, I believe that you grow into it. You you find it. You you stumble onto it sometimes. Um, the pursuit of it. The pursuit of it. It. What is it? So you hear. So let's go back to Wayne Gretzky. What is it that he has that, for instance, other first round picks didn't? What is it that a realtor has that a, a say a top producing realtor, say a chairman club or diamond achiever or whatever threshold, and and the top producing uh, categories? What is it that that individual has? So what is the it? I believe if I had to a one word answer, and I'll ask you, I'll ask you uh, to opine. If I had a one word answer, it would be fear. And then you can take that and you can uh, extrapolate other verbs, adverbs, adjectives from that. And sure you can, but if one word answer, fear, and I'll tell you why fear, because innately we have, I think now it's four, but it used to be fight or flight, uh, fight, flight, freeze, fawn. I think the, 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 the latter are each parts of the first two, the fight or flight. But fear is it fear. We're going to over the process or the, the course of these segments, we're going to sort of build a, um, a, a few columns or, or theories or ideas of what it is. And we're going to have other people's opinions and like, you know, everyone's opinion, whoever's listening to, um, share yours. What is it? Can, can you define a successful person by one word only? And is, is a successful top producing realtor? What is it that person has? Is it just one word or is it a multitude of, of, um, strengths and sometimes weaknesses that balance off against the strengths? So what is, what is that? And we're going to have a little fun with it. And this segment, a couple of things we're trying to stay away from. We're not going to get into religion, sports, politics, unless, of course, we do. And I'll, I'll give you my opinion on sports. I, I'm a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. And I'm happy that Kyle is no longer with our GM, is no longer with the Leafs. I often said, and I said it, um, loud and proud that he would not ever win the Stanley Cup with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I was right. And I think there are three more shoes that need to drop. I'm not going to get into that today because, like I said, we're not going to get into sports unless we do. Um, bean ball or money ball didn't work in baseball. It didn't work for, for the Oakland athletics back in the nineties with, uh, with bean money ball was only successful when Brad Pitt depicted, um, the then Oakland A's manager who actually never won anything and was beaten in the World Series by another low-budget baseball team, uh, the Minnesota Twins, and who nobody talks about. So Moneyball didn't work in Toronto. Goodbye, Kyle. Good luck in Pittsburgh. So one of the first segments that I speak about with new-to-the-business agents that are coming in off of school, off the street, and with no experience, no no practical or theoretical experience is coffee beans. And the question is often asked, and I get, you know, uh, uh, I raise it like, what, what, why are we talking about coffee beans if this is a real estate business? And coffee beans are, um, 
the, the comparison or analogy that I try and make with the new to the business is just pretend you're a business owner and, and let's make that business a coffee shop. And what do you do to prepare for your, your day? You come in, do you have set times uh, to start and you know, open and close? Do you have yeah, standard hours of operation? Do you have work to you to do to prepare for your day, like replenish sugar dispensers, napkin dispensers, clean the counters, grind coffee, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. So, how does that compare to the business of real estate? Well, you come into a real estate brokerage nowadays, or if you're working from home, what is it that you do? What is your coffee bean? What is that the the work that you have to do to prepare for your day? Um, if you're a coffee shop owner, you prepare in advance. You start at 7, open the doors at 9, customers come in, make them a latte, um, you know, coffee, whatever, prepare a little sandwich, but you have to be prepared for that. You have to have everything in advance of. How do we compare that to our business? What, what do we do as independent contractors and individual business owners, um, sales reps, brokers in the real estate industry? What is it that we do? What is it that we do to prepare for the day? We sit around, crossing our fingers, wait for things to happen. What is it that we have to do to prepare for the day in order to, to have that successful day of sales or successful career in sales? What is it? What is it? What is it, it that the first, the, 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 the successful realtor top producer that we mentioned here, what is it that they find early on that takes them to the top that 80, 80% apparently don't? What is it um, that leads them to, to, to that early success? We're going to have general discussions about and opinions about um, the, the, the theory or the theories of, of, um, what a successful person does and, and why that person becomes so. We're also going to have a little fun with it. We'll, you know, um, well, we're going to bring science into it. Like I mentioned earlier, we're going to have a lot of, uh, a lot of opinions. Um, but we're also going to have some fact based, um, some facts helping us decide whether or not we are. Um, on the right path, if we're ever, ever going to identify or be able to create, can we mold somebody, can we shape somebody to be, you know, the next uh, Wayne Goretzky? Can we mold somebody to be the next top producing real estate agent? Can can that person be duplicated and, and created? Or is that person just comes along and and it just facing the odds of 80-20, the 80-20 principle? Is it just 20% of the time? You know, you're going to have a, a classroom so the people that are sitting beside you, 20% of those people are going to succeed. 80% are not going to succeed so much in that field. Maybe they'll succeed at something else. And again, stumbling onto maybe that isn't their passion. Maybe they'll eventually stumble onto something else and become part of the 20% um, on, on some other field or some other sport or some other career or some other instrument. You know, I tried like heck to get my kids to play piano didn't work out so well, but um, they thrived at uh, other pursuits or other fields that they that they they chose and stumbled onto and sort of uh, grew into. Um, it wasn't it wasn't um, by virtue of my 
pushing them into whatever it was that I, I thought was good for them. It was they found their own path. And we'll talk about their current paths um, down the road. But it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't um, by virtue of anything that I did. So Walter, if Walter had put Wayne on a in a swimming pool at the age of two, today he obviously he would have been a lifeguard and maybe he'd own, you know, something else uh, in the aquatics uh, world. So passion, born with it, do you stumble onto it? Um, real estate, career success, what is, what is it? We'll talk about uh, many of the uh, adjectives or pronouns that are associated with with the it down the road, and again, mine being fear. And uh, it sounds really um, deep and, and scary, but it but it's it's not. I mean, fear is something that, if you really think about it, is something that manifests in our brain every every time we see something, do something. The reaction is um, is probably something you know something. Uh, funny or fun going on in our brains and we don't know how to identify it. So, but we'll, we'll get into the science behind it. General discussion in real estate. Again, I'm a real estate broker. Um, you know, trying to, I'm trying to over the 35 year course of my career, the, the first two thirds being in sales now as coach, mentor and, um, and business owner. The, the challenge for us often is to, to, at the first meeting or at the first couple of meetings, when you're meeting somebody new to the business, can, can you put any science behind it? Can you, is there any, any clues, any giveaways that tell us, okay, uh, you know, this individual is going to, is going to thrive. This individual is uh, going to struggle a little bit more. This one wants to get into, this one should get into commercial real estate. This one should get into, uh, retail, this one should get into residential and condo, et cetera, et cetera. Is there anything out there that can help us identify and, and help those individuals find their path? Is it is it too early in the first month to say, look, you're not cut out for this? Hey, Wayne, you know what? You're not a good skater. Maybe you should try something else. Hey, you know, John or, 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 or Sally or Kathy, look, this isn't for you. Is that fair? Is, it, is there a time? when we find that it isn't there or is, or it is there, you know, is there something I have, I have not succeeded in finding the, the it, and we have this profile and we have so many other or so, so much and now software, but so many, so many programs out there available to us that can help us, you know, personality traits and strengths and weaknesses and, but in 36 years, and it's, you know, I'm celebrating my 36th anniversary in this industry or profession, um, mid late July of this year, I haven't been able to find it. And I'm hoping to find it with your help and the help of our guests moving forward. We're, we're going to, we're going to try and identify it. And I, I'm curious to see you know, the, the feedback and opinions along the, the course of this, what people think. And I wonder if we can clone a successful realtor. I wonder if we can make, um, if we can identify, maybe we'll have a little uh, pinup, you know, uh, mannequin and we'll just put our adjectives and at the end of the, the course of, of uh, the pursuit of it, we'll have the perfect realtor or business owner. And then we can extrapolate that and 
it, it, the science or whatever behind it isn't doesn't apply only to real estate industry or profession. It would apply to anything else. It would apply to a sport. Why do most or many first rounders not succeed? You know, I hate to use the word fail, but why do they not succeed? Why? What's what's the that what's that science? How do you clone that? How do, when they go the NFL goes in or we just had the NBA draft and. Um, What's to say, what are the odds that that first rounder is going to succeed? Who's going to be the next Jamal Murray? Who's going to be the next Michael Jordan? How do you, how do you see it? How do you identify it? And, um, if you watch the, 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 the movie about Jordan, um, Michael Jordan's life, sure, I think it's written now favorably to, you know, maybe that, that, um, executive that worked for Nike at the time, maybe he saw it. Apparently he did. At least in the movie depiction, he found it. He said, Michael, you're going to be great. You're going to, you know, if you watch the movie, I recommend it. Um, or the series. Yeah, it's, it's a movie. And he found it. He found it. He told, you know, um, the head of Nike, Phil, he said, look, this guy's got it. It. So what was it? What did Michael Jordan have at the age of 18 when most coaches, uh, he was actually, he wasn't playing. Uh, he wasn't playing full time before before he got on, into uh, the NBA, somebody saw it. So we're going to we're going to build the perfect realtor, I think, with everyone's help, you at home, and the help of our guests. We're going to build a perfect athlete. We're going to identify, at least I hope. We're going to try. We're going to have some fun with it. That I promise you. Most likely, we won't build the perfect realtor. Most likely, we won't identify. Uh, traits that made uh, Michael Jordan, um, you know, can we duplicate him? Most likely, we'll have fun doing it. We'll have fun. We'll have fun along this, uh, the course of these segments. Um, we'll we'll find other Wayne Gretzky's, and we'll have fun with you know determining whether or not Wayne would have been um, a great swimmer had Walter taken him to to a wading pool versus a pond. Do they have? Um, yeah, I guess they do. It's it's a really short summer uh, where um, where Wayne learned to skate. But um, yeah, he, I guess he could have been a swimmer as well. What else are we talking about today? We have um, oh, we have lots lots of signs coming on, and I'm not going to give too much away on um, about segment two, but that's going to be fun. So I hope you can follow us because. It, it's going to be interesting and it's going to be a little, a little less opinion based and a little more fact based. I wonder. Um, but, but there's going to be science for sure. Back to my career. I'll share some of the, some of the back to the beginning where I, I stumbled onto or found passion. You know, stumbled onto it. It wasn't something I grew into it. Um, and it was it was quick, and it was early early onset. It was, uh, and again, I had so real estate business owner broker is my twenty third career uh, designation career or job, if you if you if it will. It it became my my passion as I grew into it. Like I said, but it was it's my twenty third. So I was easily bored. It wasn't something. It was. Um, I, I was either bored or distracted by anything else and everything else that I did up until then. When when did I decide or when did I feel that this was my passion? I'm not sure. 
I ever really thought about it as such. Um, but I, I think the, the energy or the, the, the drive or the adrenaline that it gave me early on, and I found it quickly, um, can be now traced or identified as, as being passionate or passion. Uh, I, I wonder what it was. Was it, you know, what's, what creates that adrenaline? What creates that rush? Whether real estate broker or sales rep at the time, what was it that made me roll up my sleeves and want to pursue it more? What kept me up at night thinking of how to improve or how to do, you know, build a better, a better wheel, how to do this better, you know, tomorrow? It wasn't, you know, I wasn't complacent with any success i wasn't um i was not bored with but i was trying to find something something to to improve i was trying to improve or hone uh, a skill or the art of whatever it was that i was doing was that is that how you identify passion what you know what 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 are the triggers what made it so what um when did i see it i'm not even sure Again, I'm not even sure. And if somebody were to tell me 20 years ago that I was passionate about real estate, probably say no. Probably say no, I'm not passionate. I'm good at it. I enjoy it. I found it. Whatever it is or was, I still have it, but no longer in the sales category. I don't like sales. I don't do sales. But I found it. And if you ask my staff, or some of the people that attend some of my training sessions, um, they'll each tell you that there's an it, but they'll each give you a different version of it. You know, what does, what does Manny have? What, what drives him? What makes him passionate about what he does? And, you know, it's, it's a, uh, an interesting question. Maybe something that, a question that I'll pose to the group next time we convene is ask them what my it is. What is, it that they see what what's one word one adjective pronoun that they would assign to me to say this is it this is what he has this is what i identify that is his strength and this is why i like um or enjoy his, his segments when he's so what is that i'm actually gonna i'm gonna follow that and i'll 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 talk about it down the road what that it is so i went from Passionate about selling, passionate about helping, you know, the consumer, whether in the acquisition or disposition of, of their biggest asset to helping newcomers new to the business, um, pursue or find their passion. And some would say, you know, I, like I often turn to them. I started at the age of 23. So now I've aged myself, but I often say, um, I try and it's like, if I did it, you can do it. I think. There's a term for that. Um, there's a component of ego in there for me. It's like, I, I, I can, I can help you. Um, and I'm sure there's, there's a component, um, of, of, or partial truth to that, that I can help somebody realize or fulfill their dream or maybe grow their skill sets. And, but how much of that can be attributed to their success? Again, that they have it. When I look back at my career, how much influence that I have, how much that others influence me or shape me, or was the it inside? Was the it 
something that I, I found or had. And the question, if you ask me the question, how much external influence that I have in my career? Um, ah, it's an interesting question. I, I don't know if I had a great deal of external, external influence because the, the success and fail rate in real estate in 1987 when I started was the same as it is today. So I was exposed more by people that could not find success in, in the real estate profession. I was more influenced by failure than success because the 80-20 principle was manifesting itself and it was around me and it would have been easier to, to say, well, I can't do this, but, but I, I found it. And I do think it was fear. I had fear of failure. I had fear of failure. I had quit a full-time job with pension and benefits and I could walk to work. And then I had to go home one day and say, mom, I quit. And now I'm a self-employed realtor and I don't have an income or a pension or a car that's, oh, what's a car that is, lends itself to, to this profession because what I had at the time was, was a, was a hot rod and I had to get rid of it. It still broke my heart and I still think about it, but it had to, you know, I had to do it financially. I couldn't afford it. Um, so yeah, mom, here I am. I'm out of a job. I'm broke and I'm going to be great. Just watch me. So it turned out okay. And if you look, but if you look statistically, um, my chances, or if you analyze and break it down, my chances of success at the time were about 20%. And so it, 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 it's a story with a happy ending, but oh, my mom would have had, you know, the best of me had I not started to make some money quickly and the bank too, because don't forget, I already had a mortgage at that young age. So yeah, there was no, there was no option for failure. And that this is why my it is fear. I had fear of failure and I had to succeed. It's, it's the old bumper sticker. I owe, I owe off to work. I go. And, uh, that was it. That was, um, that was my mantra. It wasn't tattooed or on the, my vision board, but it was, uh, it was manifesting in my head every day. The fear of, of not succeeding and walking away from something that a lot of people would have, um, and again, this is back in 87. So we just, we, we have to understand the, the times and where we're at. You know, I was working, if you're listening to this in Toronto, uh, I was in the junction, um, junction triangle, which was the time was not such a good, um, name association with, you know, junction triangle with quality or today it's a, a highly sought after, um, community to live in and, and, and run a business. And we're still running, uh, running and operating, uh, out of the junction today. So it was a different, different community than we won't get into it, but most of the condominium sites that are, uh, have been developed, uh, in the early 2000s were then heavy industrial, um, or manufacturing, uh, facilities. So fear. Fear, fear, fear. I cannot fail. I cannot go home and tell my mom and dad that I, I quit my unionized job with pension and benefits. And when I, when I actually approached management, I said, look, I'm going to get my real estate license. Can you give me a leave of absence? They said no, but they gave me a raise and a promotion, which made things more complicated and difficult for me. I, I don't think my mom and dad knew that at the time. And 
I keep saying my mom and dad because I was still living at home. But I was I was 23 at the time, folks. So um, living at home then was different than living at home today. 23, I was out of the house at 24. So uh, just so you know, the um, they gave me a raise and a promotion, and they made it difficult for me to leave. But then I, I turned to them and I, I just quit. And again, the fear could not could not go back. A job wasn't waiting for me when I went back. And uh, I wasn't looking for it. I didn't need a crutch, didn't want a crutch. It's onwards and upwards that we go. And my 20, 20% chance of success um, manifested. And I consider myself um, somewhat lucky and successful to, to have thrived, I think, in uh, whether it be in sales and now consider myself a successful mentor and business owner and real estate broker and so there you have it my my word is fear and fear is what got me here i'm looking for yours and others like i said we're going to build that mannequin and we're going to pin everybody's opinions of what it is we're going to we're going to try and identify passion we're going to explore manifestation of of um of dreams and wishes and oh i wish i could skate like wayne gretzky can you just wish for it can you wish for it can you wish to become a successful business owner can you wish to have a successful um coffee shop can you sit there at home and wish for it or or what steps do you have to take what is it that triggers that success triggers you to to help you and lead you on the path of success so that's it for today but i i want to leave you off uh today uh parting words just thank you at home again wherever you are um, listening to this peloton walking sitting sitting at home on the couch while watching tv or listening to this or driving your car and truck i appreciate you um tuning in thank you for for listening tune in next time and if you like anything if you found anything amusing or provocative in a good way uh, anything trigger you stimulate you or bring a smile or smirk to your face um, and I hope you take the leaf comment with a tongue-in-cheek I am a big leaf fan but I did um, I, I, I deeply believe that they weren't going to go anywhere with Kyle um, anything that you found interesting or like share it like it and tune in next time thank you for listening